This is the Made of Savannah podcast, a captivating place to tell stories of the vibrant and charming lifestyle, culture, history, and most importantly, people that make Savannah what it is, truly extraordinary. A new episode is just moments away. Welcome to the Made Up Savannah podcast. I'm your host, Dee Daniels, and I'm so excited to welcome our next guest to the show. I promise you, she's going to be a wheelie good <laughs> guest. Her name is Erica Cannon from Wheelie Good Treats and Savannah Pet Sitters. Erica, thank you for being here. I'm so glad you decided to come and talk to us. Thank you for having me. This is going to be a, a really great episode about some very just uh, very heartwarming things and, and some very cool things. And I'm just going to tell you out front, you're going to hear a lot about dogs. So Get ready for that, too. Um, but I want to talk to you first about your most viral thing, and that's Pigeon. Tell yeah. me about Pigeon. <laughs> well, I always say that my dog is much more famous than I will ever be, and so I like it that way. I would prefer to stay behind the camera, but sometimes I have to be in front of it with her, which I'm more okay with. Um, she was a dog that got in a car accident when she was about three months old, and she was paralyzed. And then we heard about her about two or three months later, we think, and went through a process to get her adopted. And then when a couple months later, she got her chair and she became viral because they put her in her chair and she immediately took off, which is Aww. really weird. So the video of her went everywhere because the second they let her go, she was like popping wheelies and almost flipping herself over. And so, yeah, people just really seemed to love her and engage with her. And I love the positivity that she brought. She obviously found herself immediately, which is... <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Isn't that so cool that like, I mean, I, I, I really, it, it's probably been, I don't know, 10 years or so ago when I first experienced being around a lot of dogs that were in wheelchairs. Mm -hmm. And that's such a different experience. I yeah. think a lot of people shy away from that because it does break your heart in, yeah. in a lot of ways. But uh, it, it's something that it's like when you see them able to run. Like yes. really just run and have all of the energy they want to have. It's amazing to know that they can still do that, even yes. though they've had some sort of trauma or you know, oh, a yeah. disease or something like that. Oh, yeah. And hers was a spinal cord injury, but she just truly overcame it immediately. And now when there are dogs that are scared of their wheelchairs, people will contact me or sometimes the therapy groups here will have me because there are a lot of physical therapy groups or uh, businesses for dogs here. And they'll have me bring Pigeon over and she'll run around in front of them, which is hilarious because she's used to it. And then she'll come back to them and then run around in front Aww. of them again. Like, this is how you do it. It's fine. You can do this. It's fine. Yes. I love that. We so, made the mistake of one dog who didn't have his chair yet letting him be in her chair. And that was upsetting. Oh, to no. Her. She oh, was no. very jealous and was like, I'll run around in front of you, but you can't borrow it. Yeah, that's uh, that's mine. <laughs> Thank much, you. Yeah. Territorial. I totally get that. Um, it's so interesting how that has uh, led you to the business that you're in, yes. too. And, and a lot of that has really opened some doors for you yeah. that is, is become quite, quite a big thing. Yeah. Well, we had a pet sitting business, uh, since 2011, I think. And I can, it's been so long now. I forget the year we started it. And when COVID happened, all of a sudden we were scram left scrambling, like a lot of, a lot of other small businesses were, mm -hmm. and we needed to figure something out. And one of my friends who is pigeons aunt, and met her on the very first night we had her, um, she said, why don't you just bake treats? You know, you were, 
professionally trained to bake human stuff and you know how to do it. So why don't you do it until you have clients again? And then it just took off. And I thought, well, I don't want to just quit this once the world returns to normal, which, you know, still waiting on that. <laughs> right. Yeah. We haven't gotten there yet. But yeah, know. we just kept up with the demand and it got bigger and bigger. It's it's really cool, too. And I think it was something that really struck me that that you guys are really conscious about the ingredients and mm-hmm. in everything that you do. I think that's so important, especially for I mean, it's important for all pets and it's important for us yeah, as humans, yeah, but too. it's it's especially, I think, important when your dog or cat or whatever pet is going through something and you know you want to help them and you know you want to treat what's going on and you want them to live longer, it's important the ingredients that go in. So yeah. that's a big deal to you guys. Yeah. Well, and I always joke that I literally like care more about their health than my own. Like I would, like somebody was talking about how they lapsed going to the vet whenever they were, whenever COVID happened. And I said, that's the only thing I didn't lapse. Like I didn't go to the doctor during that time. Right. My vets oh, had yeah. their checkups. So, you know, I'm very conscious about what they're eating. Like I'll go to McDonald's, but. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but I want to know exactly what's going into their treats. So, yeah. Same thing with my cat. Like literally yeah. the other day we stopped at Taco Bell, yet I went to Whole Foods <laughs> for my cat. So it was like, you know, okay. Same thing. Yeah. You know, it happens. Um, so talk a little bit about uh, Wheelie Good Treats and, and what you guys have available. Yeah. So we have <clears throat> right now two different kinds of main treats, which one is a sweet potato and one is a pumpkin and peanut butter. And I always say the difference is like fruit for the sweet potato. So if we are have some calorie conscious doggies that need to watch their weight or if they have health things like pancreatitis, the fat content's lower. And then there's also no peanuts in there, which is helpful for any allergies. And then the pumpkin and peanut butter is, I say, like cheesecake, which is higher calorie, a little bit more delicious. And then we also have um, some treat or a food topper, which we use to just kind of like jazz their food. Yes. Yeah. And we actually had, this was to me, one of the favorite things I found out from our customers. We had someone come up to me at a market and it was a man that was literally crying. And he was like, my 14 year old dog had stopped eating. Mm. And so I crush up your treats and that's how I get her to eat. And I was like, well, I can do that for you, sir. (laughs) That's amazing. So he gave me that idea. And after that, we just kept doing it. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, I was thinking of the same thing where our cat had gone through a really awful uh, time where we realized she needed to have basically a hysterectomy. Oh, wow. And it was an emergency hysterectomy. She stopped eating. Like it was immediate. And even after the surgery and everything, we knew was going to be okay. She still had a hard time eating, you Mm -hmm. know, just to get back into the regular routine. And we would figure out, okay, little things we could do, like a little gel paste or, you know, something. And then we started topping the food with things like that. And I think that's so important. Yeah. Because keeping them eating is just vital. And as a pet sitter, it is like my favorite thing. And I always joke that it's like my magic ability to get dogs to eat. Right. And so there's nothing more satisfying when your animal is sick or older or whatnot, and you get them to start eating and keeping their strength. So yeah, that's so important. It's a big deal. Let's talk a little bit about the pet sitting. Yeah. Um, that's such an interesting job. And I think a lot of people are like, I'd like to do that, yeah. you know, part time or yeah. do that, you know, here and well, there. Come work for me. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure you have no shortage. Yeah. Yes. People needing your services. Yes, for sure. How did you start that? Where did that come from? So I was working in Atlanta right after college in corporate America and I was doing logistics and then sales and I just hated sitting at a desk. I couldn't stand it. And I am always up and about and I wanted to be outside and we were going on vacation and we had my dog Maddie who's 15 and we still have her now. And my husband said, there's this thing called a pet sitter and 
I think we should use it for Maddie. And then we went on the vacation and came back and he said, I feel like you should do this. Like, I think you would be good at it. You want to move from Atlanta to Savannah. We should start it. And so he definitely helped me start it. And, you know, it just took off from there and I love it. It is just such a rewarding job and so much fun. Oh, I'm sure. And I love it. Yeah. I'm sure. So do you, do you still do that for people, even though you're yes, doing. Yes, we do dual run businesses and my husband Daniel helps me a lot, but we are in both every single day and just kind of constantly doing both, which I love. Because... Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's great that you still have time for that. Yeah. Cause I, cause I know uh, the Wheelie Good Treats has taken off and. Yes. And we do have employees who bake and help us bake, which is great. And we make everything in store, which is also great. And so it is definitely a balancing act, but, you know, we make it work. And I love getting to do that together because I have a teammate that I can always do stuff with. And our dogs get to come with us a lot, which is really which is great. I know. So yeah, I love that. that's wonderful. I feel like Savannah is so welcoming for this kind yeah. of business. Yeah. I, and I would imagine you're seeing the growth, you know, yeah. here because of that welcome. I just feel like it's so welcoming for people to come in and, and do all natural kind of things and, and really embrace like, you know, uh, pet life. And, and it's just like the restaurants here embrace it. Oh, and, yeah. you know, it's just such a way of life here. Oh, we have so many tourists that come into the store and they'll be like, this is the most dog friendly city I've ever been to. And they're like, next time we're bringing our dog, <clears throat> which is wonderful. But yeah, I had a friend who had adopted a dog here and took her back up to Philadelphia. And she's the cutest bulldog. And no one ever petted her there. Aww. And then she came back to Savannah. And she had to warn me when I was walking Georgie because she was like, you'll get stopped every five seconds because she's so friendly and cute. And that's how Savannah is. Like, everybody wants to talk to you about your dog. Everybody wants to pet your dog. And the, it's just a city that's endlessly friendly towards them, whether oh, no it's doubt. restaurants, shops, whatnot. And then, I mean, you know, all of the walkability here yes, for is, sure. is pretty amazing. So I'm sure you're right at home. Oh, yeah. With all of that. <laughs> all of that. I, mean, I mean, you moved from Atlanta, you know, and we're always talking on this podcast yes. about just how different Savannah is from anywhere else in the world. It is. And I love it. I love how weird it is here. Right? It's so eccentric and that, you know, craziness is welcome here and, you know, people love it. And I love that because it's so interesting. And I kind of, you know, I had read the book, The Midnight in the Garden of Good Evil before I moved here. And I was like, I love how weird this is. Right. You know? Yes. And so then whenever I came down here, I was like, yes, weirdness is completely celebrated here. Yes. And, you know, being unique is celebrated here. I love that. Yeah. And it was pretty much the second reason we moved here. Like, yeah. you know, palm trees and warm weather, the first, and then that was the second <laughs> it was the, just the diversity piece and just everyone being so welcoming and so charming. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I feel like small businesses here have such uh, a, an opportunity to thrive. Yes, absolutely. Because we want, I think the city really lends itself to like representing what you know, each small business is or like who we are as a people collectively. And I think that that's not something you can necessarily do in other places. But yeah, I feel like the city loves to kind of like, you know, show that off, which I love. Yes. <laughs> and, and, you know, I feel like, you know, any business has a pop up around here. Yes. Everyone comes like, yes, it's very, very supportive of small business. Yeah. Yes. Which I love. Yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I mean, you know, the, the amount of people that uh, really just shine here, I just absolutely love it. And um, I want to make sure everybody checks out uh, everything you guys have going on. <laughs> 
<laughs> wheeliegoodtreats.com is the website. And then you guys are on Instagram at wheeliegoodtreats. Um, and then at Savannah underscore pet underscore sitters. Yes. Did I get that right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Good, 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 good. Um, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, kind of this whole thing with, with pigeon and, and uh, dogs that are dealing with, with some sort of uh, disability yeah. or, or an injury or things like that. I would imagine you get a lot of questions from people who are like, you know, look, something has happened yes. and what do we do? And yes. that's very traumatic for a family and for the pet and everybody involved. What, what do you, how do you advise people in that? So situation? when I very first got her and I did not know what I was doing, I always think that that really illustrates just how crazy I am that I did that and thought that I could do it, you know? And so I messaged another dog's mom call and the dog's name is super scooty and they're really amazing. And she, I said, Oh, I'm so surprised you answered me. You have so many followers. She said, I always answer new parents. Mm. And I was like, no matter how famous pigeon becomes, I will always do that because you're desperate. And even though I get a lot of messages, I really try to answer everybody or people who are just thinking about it. But the coolest thing is that we get so many messages from people who say, I didn't know that you could do this. Because when I got her, everybody except for my vet said, don't either don't do it or put her down, which I understand. You know, that was also almost six years ago now. But we just didn't listen and did whatever we wanted. Right. And people didn't know. They were like 10, 20 years ago. Our dog had, you know, IBDD or whatever they had that caused them to have a spinal cord injury or disc injury. And they said that we had to euthanize. And so people will message me and say, I'm so glad that you're doing this. And, you know, other people are doing it, too, to raise awareness. And so we get questions from new parents, but we also get comments from people that are saying we're so happy mm. that this is out there now that you can go this route with your dog. Right. And and it's amazing how many people just don't know because of the awareness yeah. piece. You know, they don't know or they they're not around somebody who's you know, dealt with it before. I remember the the first time I experienced it, I, I had a friend who worked volunteer at, it was like a, it was like a farm for yeah. disabled dogs and just, heaven. Um, <laughs> it was the sweetest place I had. Yes, it was heaven because it was literally the sweetest place I had ever experienced in my life and just open fields and a couple of like barns that they were able to like house each, each pet and had their own little like wow. stall area for each dog. Oh and there was a dog that was in a wheelchair and her name was Susie, I believe in a wheelchair. She was also blind and deaf. Oh, wow. And I just thought I, I, I had heard about her before I got uh-huh. there and I thought, I don't even know how to interact with this dog. Like, I don't know how can she hear me or like, what do I do as a person yeah. who just really wants to scoop her up, you know, because yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm an animal lover. And so I got there and uh, one of the volunteers said, I'm just going to give you a little bag of treats. Yeah. And it was actually a little tin thing. So, yeah, I shook the treats, even though she couldn't hear it. <laughs> I'm like, what do I do? I don't, I don't know. I so still I, do that with hearing impaired dogs. Don't worry. Uh, I still talk to them. That's good because <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I'm shaking the treats and she's like, nope, you got to go over to her and touch her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, makes mm-hmm. sense. And I realize, oh, okay, I have to appeal to any other sense. Sense, yeah. So I'm like, she can smell me. Yeah. And so I, I you know, I, I put my hand on her back and then I let her smell me and immediately we bonded yeah. and, you know, gave her a treat and that sort of thing. And then I watch her go out of that barn and run that field in the wheelchair 
not being able to see where she's going, yeah. but running with all her might. Just, I mean, it's amazing. Well, and that's the thing is that, you know, I have to tell people, no, number one, dogs will compensate for whatever it is that they have and they will really not let it get them down. So that's one thing that I've learned working with animals is they will overcome and it's obviously very inspiring to me. So it's kind of mm. funny when like, I'm whining about something in my right. head and then I'll go work with a dog. I've worked with a lot of dogs that are blind and deaf. And I'm like, okay, okay, you gotta stop complaining. Exactly. Now. Um but puts yeah. your life into perspective. Yeah, it really it? does yeah, that no this doubt. dog is figuring it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I say that about Pidge too, is like when when I got her, I learned very quickly not to underestimate her. And you really have to do that with those dogs because people would be like, Well, if I took her out of her chair and sat her down, she'll just stay there. I'm like, she will run away. She will steal something from you and run away. So please don't <laughs> underestimate her. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. I love that. And I love that you've been able to uh, really counsel other people in this in this regard because I feel like it's so important yeah and so many people just don't know that it's okay to adopt a dog with disability don't know you know well does that mean it's going to cost me you know x amount of money and then what if they don't live for a certain amount of time and i'm sure you get all of those kinds of questions yeah well i do and you know for me and i have to kind of tell because i've done a lot of questionable stuff when adopting dogs that were older or health impaired or all these kinds of things and i always just tell myself like even if i just have them for a day it's worth it to me Mm. and so that isn't like it for everybody but for me it very much is like no matter how sad at least maybe if i had them for just a little time they had someone that cared about them at the tail end of things um but normally honestly it it ends up going way better than you think it will if you persevere enough and i think me and pigeon are just so stubborn both of us and she is the most stubborn being i've ever met in my entire <laughs> life and arguing with her is so frustrating it's funny in a recent interview she said the same about you yeah. i don't know i don't know 100%, that, but I just, 100% you know. i'm unsurprised um no and it's funny because it's hard for me to say words like chair or food without spelling them because right. i'm so scared to say those words anywhere cuz i know she heard it and she's like put me in it right now give me food i'm going ah. here like so she's demanding, if nothing else, which That's I love. That's great. That's fantastic. I absolutely love that. So you guys have a actual storefront people can visit? We do. Um, it's 402 East Bay, and it's just a tiny little storefront, but it's so bright and got so much sunshine. I love it, and it's right off Emmett Park. So you can come in, and if people message me, I'll bring Pigeon in, which is my favorite thing Aww. ever to do. Um, I wanted to make her a therapy dog, but she... It was definitely scared of men and still can be a little bit and was scared of a lot of hospital equipment because we tried early on. So I thought, you know, maybe this is her kind of therapy for people. So people come in and meet her. And it's so fun because she seems to really understand that they're there for her and really shows off. And Mm. like we have all these videos of her just like laying on them, getting petted or like running all around (laughs) and acting crazy. So I just love it. It's wonderful to you know, broker that meeting between her and other people. Oh, gosh, of course. That's that's fantastic. Uh, of course, we want everybody to go by and visit. Uh, I'm, I'm sad you couldn't have Pigeon with us today, but Pigeon would have we stolen the show. We would not have been show. able to record. Yes, yes she Pigeon would have knocked have, everything over. She would have stolen the show. So I will make a separate visit yes. and spend some time. Um, maybe, you know, maybe I'll record her for a little yes, bit. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I'm sure that'll be a she lot of fun. She won't let you get a word, I'm for sure. <laughs> I have no doubt about it. Um, so, gosh, I mean, even you guys being on Bay Street, I mean, I mean, that's 
That's a hot spot to be in. We got so lucky. Like it's a little bit towards the tail end of things, but I feel like so I incredibly park that area. I do too. Beautiful. And I feel so lucky when we were looking, it just was so scary. And I honestly felt sick every time that we made that next step of we're doing this or we're mm. doing that. And then I realized that that was kind of the right place you want to be. If you're not scared, then you're probably not pushing yourself enough. And so we just did it and kind of leapt and it's been so wonderful. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a beautiful spot. So I, I hope everybody stops by at wheeliegoodtreats.com and at wheeliegoodtreats on Instagram. Now with the pet sitting, you guys are still taking people right now. We or? are. We okay. are taking new clients right now. Um, I, <laughs> Uh, probably uh, in May, I feel like, is when we may stop for the summer because things get so crazy. And right. I also am a people pleaser, and I hate saying no. So I just take everyone <laughs> and then realize we don't have room and right. just figure it out later. So, yeah. <laughs> so you have 17 family members who are like, um, <laughs> we ended up with another. Also, yeah. I always think like, well, I met this dog and I love this dog so much. So what if the next dog is this? But, you know, so right. I just can't stop meeting them. Or cat. We have lots of cats that we love very, Aww, very much. Yes. Very nice. You're not just a dog person. No, I love cats. Aww. Oh my God. Yes. Love them. Had a million growing up. So Aww. love them very much. That's fantastic. Yeah. We have just the one and she's plenty um, <laughs> because she sleeps right next to my head all yeah. night long. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of snuggling that goes on. I'm not sure I could take many more in the bed. So yeah. She's she's plenty. Actually, some of my greatest achievements have been getting cats to love me that did not like anyone. That is an uphill. And I also am yeah. like kudos to all of us yeah. who can do it. Super proud of myself about that. As you <laughs> should be. As you should be. I mean, granted, it's on their terms. Yes. If but. they hear this, they're sending that love immediately. <laughs> we won't let them hear it. I promise. I promise. All right. Wheeliegoodtreats.com. And make sure you stop by on Bay Street and check them out as well. Um, I'm pretty sure at some point I'm going to get a bracelet made. Uh, what would Pigeon do? Because yeah. I feel like that's that's a good way to live. Yeah, 100%. Right? I mean, I can answer a little bit. She would run over your toes immediately. <laughs> Then she would kiss you oh, without your consent. See, it's 100%. all right. Yeah. It's yeah, all right. Erica, thank you so much for stopping thank by. Thank you. This is a lot of fun. I'm so glad that you are part of the thread of Savannah and yeah. we're better off for it. Big thanks to our sponsors, McManamy Jackson and Hollis, First Coast Mortgage, and Spectrum Printing and Marketing. So you visited Savannah a few glorious times and you're thinking about making the big move? Great decision. You already live in Savannah and it's time to upgrade. Fabulous idea. You're a business owner looking to expand. Well, good thing we've rounded up a few partners who are experts in walking you through every step of your journey. When it comes to shopping real estate, you will be pleasantly served like a VIP at a fancy cocktail party at Corcoran Austin Hill Realty. 251 Bull Street in historic Savannah. Not only are they the home of our podcast studios, but they've been serving Savannah since 1978 deep roots and decades of experience. And that pairs pretty perfectly with a global network. Corcoran Austin Hill Realty, home of the Made Up Savannah podcast, location gallery, and genuine real estate professionals. CorcoranAHR.com. You know, once you start your new home search and you get that image in your mind of your dream house, most people immediately start thinking about how they're going to make it all really happen. That's the time you can pick up the phone and call First Coast Mortgage. Michael Caputo and the team love seeing new people discover Savannah, and they've certainly seen a lot of that as a local lender for the last 30 years. FirstCoastMortgage.com. 
They treat you as you should be treated. First Coast Mortgage, helping you make good decisions so you can love where you live. And when you're ready to dot all the I's and get your new keys, McManamy, Jackson, and Hollis are real estate experts who know the stakes and know wholeheartedly that every client is more than just a transaction. A real estate lawyer can help you avoid some serious issues with your big move. They handle residential, commercial, corporate, and yes, even title insurance. McManamy, Jackson, and Hollis. You can find them at 415 Eisenhower Drive and at mjhfirm.com. That's mjhfirm.com. And we didn't forget about the business owner who is expanding and all of the big business rolling into Savannah right now. Who's working to help you tell your story? When you need visual branding that helps you take your story to the next level, pick up the phone and call Spectrum Printing and Marketing. Kim Bullock and Michelle Thompson have over 35 years of experience as a locally owned family business. So they specialize in you with unique marketing solutions, stunning brand recognition, printing, promotional products, and amazing custom apparel. They pride themselves in providing the elite customer service care you deserve. And they prove it too, because you'll connect with Kim or Michelle when you call 912-897-7228. Or email Kim with your needs today at spectrumsav.com. So go ahead and share this podcast with a friend, family member, coworker, neighbor, area business owner. You get the picture. If you have an intriguing Savannah story to tell or know someone who does, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram at Made of Savannah. You can subscribe on any of your favorite platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, and many more. Thanks for listening to Made of Savannah. The welcome mat is always out. Thank you.